Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite shows. We are your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... You spent too many years around Lancers and Pikemen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what the hell? It's Zacky Attacky! <laughs> yeah, you thought. You fucking thought, motherfucker, you know what intro I would use. You don't know Dude, me. Dude, what even is that you intro? You don't know I'm me, so you bitch. Uh, that's my boy, the Blackfish, when he's like, Oh, I've spent too many years around Lancers and Pikemen, and I'm like, oh, oh same, brother. The Big one same. that I had for you was also from the, the wet shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, you know course. what? The, you know which one I had? The wet shit. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's too obvious. I got. I, I gotta mean, go. it's really good. It's though. really good, but I gotta go. I gotta go subtle. And All right. boy, if Lancers and Pikemen doesn't apply to you and the crowd you hang around with, then. I, I, I I'm does. not sure what that is supposed you, to mean. You but... know exactly what it is. <laughs> I really don't, though. <laughs> How are you doing uh, this week, pal? Uh, I am. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I feel like it's always my knee-jerk response to say I'm doing good. You could probably go back and make a cut of me on every episode when you ask me, and it's yeah, probably the exact I mean, same thing. Yeah, what are I'm we supposed to say? We're doing shit, you know. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I suppose we could. Yeah. <laughs> I look. I'm gonna be real. I've I've been a little uh kind of spread thin, a little overwhelmed. Oh, sure. uh, I have is... had kind of kind of a rough week to be honest. This is a safe um, space. Talk to us. You're okay, bud. Uh no, I mean it's nothing it's nothing like that. I've just I I have found it hard recently to like have a lot of focus in one area. Like I just feel uh, like kind of spread out a little bit. Well that's what happens uh, when you're like uh designing sixteen new like logo ideas and True. All this other nonsense. True. True. Hey, this is gonna be like super old by the time this goes up, but yeah, we just launched the the campaign for time lapse purposes. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so go check out our, our new designs, our new shirts. Those are Zacky Attacky Originals. And they, they will be maybe not so new when you yeah, are hearing they, this. By the but, time you find this, they'll be very old. But, uh, but you know. uh, hey, they, they, are, uh, they are a lot of fun. We're really happy with these. We, I, I love how some of these turned out. They're so much fun. <laughs> They're so ridiculous and nonsensical, yeah. and I, I absolutely love I it. Think, I think that, that as much as I love our first couple designs, yeah. which, which I think were kind of staple pieces for us, mm-hmm. like, starting a new podcast right. um this is so much more us yeah, these are like. these are just fun they're just yeah. like wacky they're just like they look like something like less of oh i want to rip the podcast and more of just like oh this is something that i think would be cool and fun to wear you know right this just yeah. looks good so for sure for uh, sure i like that um but other than me being uh spread out uh, hey Uh, it's not the first time. <laughs> Lancers and Pikemen, my dude. I did, I did see myself up there. I had to take advantage of that. Uh, I have, I have been good. Um, good. yeah, just been kind of chilling. Amanda, uh, made me a drink tonight. Oh, is that a uh, mule? She made me a, like a bourbon mule. Okay. Uh, and I'm fucking with it where'd really you, hard. Where'd, I don't... You, where'd you get that cup? 
Uh, we got them at the liquor store. Okay. There, yeah, there's a uh, uh, Specs. Yeah, we just picked them up there. I'm pretty sure. Because I got uh, I got one that looks a lot like that. That I think that's like an actual like mule cup mm-hmm. or yeah, glass, yeah. whatever. I mean, I called. think they're supposed to be copper, but yes, yeah. this is a mule like cup. I got one when we went to the uh, the Rangers game that has a Rangers logo on it. It was like a novelty, you know. Nice. It was like a vodka. It was like their take on some kind of mule. Um, sure. Right. This it was actually very good, but. Yeah, I have one like that with a Rangers logo. So, good times. I mean, fuck the Rangers, but okay. Listen, that yeah, it's fun going to games at their stadium. Yeah, that's Yeah. Uh, do wait, do you like do you like their field? I, I actually do like kind of, actually not that pretty. Their new one is not bad. Like it's ugly okay. from the outside. Like it looks okay. like if people make the joke that it looks it's like, like a, the Broncos a tractor supply. Uh mm-hmm. it's just got like this weird aluminum roof and it's kind of hideous. But the inside is is very nice. Like it's a it's a fine stadium. I, I is it like it. the Broncos stadium? How it's like hideous from the outside, but I think the Broncos stadium is hideous from everywhere. I think oh, okay. if you want to talk <laughs> football, like the vast majority of football stadiums, there are exceptions like Jerry World and like Lambeau Field. But I mean, I I've actually I, I so I've never been to the new Dal or I say new, it's old now, yeah, but yeah. the the Dallas stadium. Uh, I've never been there. Well, and I, I hear it's very. Popular. I haven't either, and supposedly it's incredible. That's what I'm saying. That's an exception, okay. but most football stadiums are extremely generic and bland, and that's what I love. One of the things I love so much about baseball is that every ballpark is so different and unique. Right. Uh, okay. But yeah, the, yeah, the Broncos stadium sucks. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's because I've never been. I've never been to it. I've just obviously when I lived in Denver, I drove past it almost every day. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 hideous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the area it's in also is hideous. Yeah. You know, what's funny is the <laughs> Rangers old ball park. I always thought looked very cool, uh-huh. um, but supposedly it was not like a nice place indoors. And mm. also they they wanted slash needed a roof because summer games because of Texas. Texas. Yeah. So makes sense. Makes anyway, sense. that's uh, that's our baseball minute. Uh, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> dude. I you know, what's so funny, man. Like I I was just thinking about this, about how. So, we, the video of ours that has the most views uh-huh. is the season one finale. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I, I am assuming that this will remain true by the time this releases, mm-hmm. but at the time of recording this, the season one finale, um, uh, Fire and Blood, I think is yeah, what it's yeah. called, uh, has the most views compared to any other video uh, that's up, but it's funny because when you look at our analytics... Our retention is like 15 minutes uh, for, for a, a handful of people, right? uh-huh. I mean, for, for a lot of watchers. And it's just funny to me because it's like you think these people are click, like people who are discovering us on YouTube yeah. clicking on it as like, oh, hey, I want to break down on on this episode because yeah. it's a good episode. Yeah. And then they get in there and they listen to us talk about baseball for 20 minutes and they're like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> true. Big true. Also, uh you know what I'm going to blame that one on is just like Chaz, Chaz's face, because that's the episode we yeah, have Chaz Yeah, yeah. Once he comes in, people are like, nope, yeah, I'm out. Click <laughs> off immediately. They're like, shit, close the window, close the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Chazzy boy, of course. You know I love you, bud. But you, even when you're not around, you catch those strays, and that's just that's the way it goes, pal. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm almost a terrible co-host, because I didn't ask you how yeah. you're doing. Uh, you know what? I'm just, you don't have to ask because it's just, I'm fine. You know, boring, oh, okay, usual, cool. nothing, whatever. Cool. You no, know what? uh, it's, it, this is just a message from the, we don't want to podcast everybody out there that 
it's okay to just it's not a, be yeah. like to not be like hooray you know it's okay to not be hooray bars, well dude. said big bars there <laughs> um yeah definitely uh actually you know it, it's been a, a relatively busy week with the holiday weekend at work right and i've just i've been kind of just sleeping a lot on my days off so yeah kind of feel that you know what's even funnier is that we both celebrated our birthdays oh, true. and it's supposed to be like a good week but we're like Meh, it's just okay i didn't do nothing yesterday on my birthday i literally slept uh i i talked to my parents on the phone for uh about an hour they just got back from a cruise to Alaska, which was very oh, fun for them. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, so I talked to them about their trip for a while. Which They're living it up, huh? Oh, the, yeah. the whole re- retired life. They're retired and living it up. Dude, they, I, Every other week I talk to them, they're going somewhere, whether it's just to like visit the grandkids or... Uh, you know, it's on like a they, cruise they, they to Alaska. bought this home to retire at, but they're never. <laughs> you no, know, for it. real, seriously. Uh, but I am very happy for them. Uh, live, live, you live your life big time mom and dad live laugh love you know uh, exactly so <laughs> but yeah aside from talking to my parents and sleeping i did literally like jack shit on my birthday i went out and got a burger to like treat myself hell yeah um, where'd you get your burger i from? got it at culver's it's from Waterburger, right ex- exceptionally not um <laughs> that doesn't even make sense culver's unreliable good stuff uh yeah it was great so uh, look, I think we may lose all of our Texas audience here, but, uh, Scotty Westside is not a fan of Whataburger. Uh, hot, this, this is a hot take for Texans only, but for anyone that lives anywhere with good burgers, it's not. Whataburger is trashed here. Like, I'm talking That's McDonald's, so Burger King, trashed here. I would take Wendy's. Well, of other well-known fast foods, that's about it. Over Whataburger. <laughs> Uh, but like Culver's is a million times better than that. I don't even love uh what's your jigger? Uh, what's the other big one? Um, the you better California- not say In and Out. In and Out, yeah. In and Out, I don't even love, but they're miles better than Whataburger. You Whataburger are is the most hot trash. Oh my god, I hate you okay, so much. Okay, let me let me let me make an exception. Last time I was there. I went with my uh, family when they were visiting town, and my brother-in-law is a Texan, so of course he had to go to Whataburger, uh, and I had, like, a chicken sandwich, and their chicken sandwiches- The one with barbecue, or the one with- uh, No, I think it was the buffalo. The buffalo one, okay. Yeah, it was not the worst. Every burger I've ever had there is one of the worst burgers I've ever had you in my like life. You don't like onions, right? No, but I mean, I order it without onions. So. No, 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 I was, I was gonna say, like, w- like, have you tried the patty melt? But it's, I mean- that is kind of the thing. Oh, is like yeah. the onions. Um. Anyway, chicken sandwich, not the worst. It was fine. Well, uh, I think <laughs> we are coming to a parting of the ways. Uh, oh, if you, will. you would. You would not no. to the Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, that's just unacceptable here, pal. I. It's it is just it not is. okay. I hate to break. I hate you know to what? be the bearer of bad let news. Let us know but... down in the comments how fucking ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty this Westside is. Let is. me know how correct I am. Um. And hey, actually, do take it one step further. If you've not left us a review or a rating mm. on whatever your podcast listening app of choice is, is if Scott is correct, give us a five star review. If he's wrong, also give us a five star yeah, review. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. show you know what you guys think. Heads, heads, I win. <laughs> tails, you lose. Definitely. Uh, we oh, should probably jump into the episode here. We should. We should. We've got some Game of Thrones to talk we about. Do shockingly, this is episode twenty-seven, the Bear and the Maiden Fair. 
Zachy boy, why don't you kick us off with that recap? Uh, I would, but I can't remember where you want me to stop. I was, by the way, guys, I was instructed not to read yeah. this recap before. This, this one has some, some, some. Where where do I stop? Uh, in the Brotherhood Cave is where I will jump in. But okay, all right, guys, this is uh season three, episode seven, the Bear and the Maiden Fair. We began just south of the wall where Egret is making fun of John again. Him and his stupid roads and banners and drums and marching. Uh, he don't know nothing. Nothing. That's kind of bars right there. Yeah. Uh, John confronts Arell about cutting them loose on the wall, and he continues to be a prick. Dude, Arell fucking blows. Yeah, big time. Um, big time. In the Riverlands, Rain has delayed the Stark army uh, going to the twins for the wedding, and Catelyn is big worried about it. We learn that, quote, we should all get some sleep is code for, quote, everyone get the hell out so I can bang my hot ass wife. <laughs> Never has there been truer words ever spoken, by the way. True. <laughs> True. Uh, just full on double barrel ass uh, <laughs> from both Rob and Talisa. Uh, Talisa is a pregnant. 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 Um, dude, fucking Talisa. Um, holy just hell. full on double barrel ass. Yeah, yeah, full on. the The hottest episode ever just keeps uh right on rolling with Tormund sex ed class, mm. uh, which is fantastic yes. by the way. Uh, old Tormund is a big believer in foreplay. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, that's another one that I was gonna use for you. <laughs> you sh shouldn't go near me until I'm slick as a baby seal. <laughs> I was just going to say you're slick as a baby seal. But... Okay, sure, sure, sure. Oh, man. Okay, uh, where did I leave off? Uh, um, Arel confesses his love to Egret, and she's like, sorry, bro, John is hot, and I love him because he's hot. Mm -hmm. In King's Landing, Sansa is realizing what a naive child she has been, then immediately continues to be a <laughs> naive child. Uh, Marjorie gives us a little more sex ed. Then confirms that chicks do indeed dig scars. Chicks dig scars. Chicks dig scars. Bronn proves that Sansa isn't the only naive one here as he tries to talk some sense into Tyrion. King Joffrey summons Lord Tywin to the throne room to try and assert his dominance, but he gets absolutely decimated. Uh, this is a true showing of his girth by Lord Tywin. She didn't stand uh, a fucking chance. No chance, dude. <laughs> Uh, Joffrey is worried about Daenerys and her dragons, but Tywin says, don't worry, it'll be fine. He says, nah, bro. Nah, don't, bro. Don't it. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, hey, where did you want me to stop again? Yeah, a couple more. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Speaking of Daenerys, uh, she and her army arrive at Yunkai, another slave city. Jorah counsels that it would cost many lives in their army to take the city, but Daenerys is determined to free the slaves. She meets with one of the leaders of Yunkai, who offers her golden ships to leave and go back to Westeros. She responds—excuse me—she responds by threatening him with her dragons and keeping the gold anyway. Back at King's Landing, Shay is big mad at Tyrion for marrying Sansa and wants him to go with her to the east. Uh, he says that he's a Lannister and must stay and marry Sansa. Shay is not pleased at all. Just outside King's Landing, Mel and Gendry are sailing by, and she tells him that he is Big Bobby B's bastard. Boom. There you go. Now you're done. Good job. I'm buddy. done. You're done. Pass it Good to work. Scott. Uh, in the Brotherhood Cave, 
Uh, meanwhile, in the Brotherhood cave. Meanwhile, in the Brotherhood cave. Uh, Arya is still big mad. She's big mad a lot this season. <laughs> they sold Gendry to Mel. Beric says he didn't like it, but he has to follow the Lord of Light, the one true god. Arya is fully in her emo phase and says her one true god is death. Uh, the Brotherhood is about to go fight a Lannister raiding party instead of taking her to Riverrun. So Arya calls them all liar, liar, pants on fire and runs out of the cave uh, where she is captured by the Hound. At Hall, we get a heartfelt goodbye scene between Jamie and Brienne. And she finally calls him Sir Jamie. Oh, that scene. Uh, Jamie tells Lord Bolton to pass along to Rob that the Lannisters send their regards. You uh, might want to remember that. Uh, maybe. <clears throat> and oh joy, it's Theon time. A couple of <laughs> lovely ladies pull him down from his restraints and get him very excited. Excited. Uh, Mop Man Prophecies comes in and totally ruins the mood by cutting Theon's wiener off. <laughs> you know, that's a big mood ruiner for me, too, to be fair. I'd have trouble getting getting it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You'd have, for sure. Um, elsewhere in the north, Osha is big mad because Bran and Jojen tell her they're not going to Castle Black, that they're going beyond the wall to find the Three-Eyed Raven. Osha says they don't understand what's out there and rec- recounts the tale of when she fought a white, her, her husband, Hey, Bruni. you skipped a paragraph there, Scotty. Did I? Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. So That's elsewhere, fine. elsewhere in the north. Elsewhere, elsewhere, uh, <laughs> John tries to tell Egret that the wildling invasion will fail as they have failed six times before. Egret decides now's a good time to make out. Fair. <laughs> And so says, awkward. if they die, they die, but first we'll live. And John's like, okay, you're hot and you're kissing me. Uh, somewhere near Hall, Jamie and Kyburn have a chat about killing people and saving people. Jamie's stump looks real gross, but Dude. also kind of rad? No. Question mark? No. I think it looks kind of rad. No, you're fucking weirdo. <laughs> True. Jamie asks him about Brienne's ransom. Uh, they got a fair offer from her father, but Kyburn says Locke won't take it because he thinks he's being cheated out of a mountain of sapphires. Uh, boy, that one kind of backfired on old Jamie there. Uh, yeah. Jamie tells the leader of his Bolton escort to get fucked. We're going back to Harrenhal. <laughs> when they get back, they find that Locke has Brienne in a pit fighting a bear with a wooden sword. Jamie jumps in to save her, and they manage to get pulled out to safety. Locke insists that he's keeping Brienne, but Jamie is not having it. After a brief standoff, Locke relents and Jamie, Brienne, and company leave. And that is episode 27 The Bear in the Main Fair. The Bear in the Main Fair. The Bear, a bear, all covered in hair. Um, you know, this is an episode that under closer review i really enjoy really yes uh and i think i have like for some reason just in my memory when i think of this episode i only think of the last scene with the bear of course mm, sure <clears throat> um, I mean, that's and i and after. i hate it really? and I, I hate that yeah yeah I, I hate we'll talk about that okay. uh but i i despise that section that scene Okay. And so it makes me have a bad taste in my mouth with um, 
the episode as a whole, but it's it's a good episode. See, my takeaway from this one is, is I was like, this is an okay episode. I was like, it's not not incredible. It's okay. It's fine. Sure. That that might be a little more I guess aligned with with how I feel about it as a whole, but I I guess I guess what I'm saying is like I have always thought of this as like a shitty episode. And and under a closer review, I'm like, no, this is like this is a good episode. Would would the closer review entail uh, the double barrel ass scene? Did you do yes. a lot of closer review? Oh yeah, of that scene. If you know what I mean. Let's just say that the pause button and the rewind button uh, were pressed a lot of times. <laughs> you wore those that. buttons out. They, I've heard they're a little sticky too. Are those buttons <laughs> getting a little sticky on you? <laughs> I had to lift my keys up just so I could clean underneath. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, where do you want to start, pal? Um, let's, dude. Let's just start at yeah, the top. Let's just start. The, yeah, let's just. Start okay, there. so how about this quote, man? Lord Walder is, is prickly by nature. Prickly, that's what you call it. Might be the least pleasant man I've ever met. Yes, and that's why I've seen what shits I like better than Walder Frey. <laughs> dude, the best part about that, aside from the line, which is amazing, is. Like the Blackfish is amazing delivery of it because yes. Catelyn like tries to cut in and like say something, and the Blackfish is like, "Nah, dude, I'm not done yet. I've seen wet shits." He just plows on ahead. He does not give a shit about what she's saying. Yeah, he's like, "I've seen wet shits. I like better than Walder Frey." Uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's a it's a good one. It's it's a very good one. Uh, I love how uh. To Lisa responds to when he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know, I've spent too many years about around, you know, the Lancers and Pikemen like Zach," and um, she's like, "Yeah, I've spent the last few years, you know, sawing men's legs off on the battlefield, basically." And then she's just like, "I'm not afraid of wet shits," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, Talisa, you're cool as hell, dude." Talisa is is cool. I I um, I'm so excited for what the future holds. I'm so excited. I mean, I just love her so much. They they're gonna have a baby. They're super in love. He's gonna attack that ass again. If you know Dude, what I mean. I I don't blame him uh, yeah, in the slightest. Big time. How can he plan a war when she's like that over there? Dude, seriously. Like I mean, uh, these two kids just have the brightest future ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, we um. I will say this. We do. We learn something uh really important in this episode actually in this scene uh we learned that king rob is a proper lip biter what a guy dude that guy just like i'm like yo i'm taking notes my guy i had no idea where you were going (laughs) (laughs) i know um yeah so it's it's a very sweet scene between the two of them and um I'm sure everything will turn out just the best for these. Just sunshine and roses, man. For these man. two crazy kids that are in love. Um, anything else you had about that scene? Uh, about that scene, no. I think I think we're good. Uh, to move forward, do we? Do we just want to move through the episode? Or yeah, do why we don't we talk about? Around? Why don't we talk about uh, like uh, the the wildlings and John? Um, okay. So. The, I think the biggest part of, like, obviously we get Orel being a prick and, you know, Tormund's sex ed class, which is very, very funny. Um, but the biggest takeaway of this is when John basically confronts Egret with the fact that 
hey, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. You guys are going to fail. Six yeah. times wildlings have attacked the north, like kings beyond the wall have attacked the north, and six times they have failed. Right. Uh, and she's like, well, how do you know this? He's like, every boy in the north grows up knowing it. He's like, they don't have the discipline, they don't have the training. When, you know, they fight a real army, you're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think that there's a little bit of ignorance on both sides here. Um, like, John is just, he, he's, he's thinking about these stories, about the six times they've tried, six times they've failed, but... He's also not acknowledging the fact that this is also the weakest that the Night's Watch has True. ever been. This is also uh, like one of the biggest unifying. Correct. Times and of yeah, the I don't think that Mance Raider can be compared to. Mance Raider or his army could be compared to what's happened in the past. Right. Other than the fact that it's a wildling army. Right. You know, um, and, and also obviously, you know, we, we see, and maybe it's not uh, ignorance, maybe it's just. Uh, you know be naive because she just she simply just doesn't know uh but yeah it's it's when stuff like this happens it's like i always like i'm the type of person that wants to play devil's advocate on anything sure and be like well john like yes six times they've tried and six times they failed but like seven times the charm dude (laughs) mance raider is different my guy yeah he's built um and also the night's watch is fucking garbage right now yeah true so I don't know. I, um, I see what you're saying, and, and there's probably a lot of that there. But also, from, from his point of view, like he is still loyal to the realm and to the Night's Watch. <clears throat> and I think this is mostly him trying to like almost convince Egret to like, you know, of what he's doing and what he's planning, maybe even like I don't know, in some naive, you know, dream realm brain of his, he's trying to, like, get her onto his side, you know, um, rather than going down, because he knows where the other path leads. Right. The other path leads with, you know, one and or both of them dead. Right. So, yeah, I think this is, like like you said, I think this is a lot of uh, naivety from both Egret and John. Um, right. But again, they're just they're just two young kids in love, and I'm yeah. sure nothing but the best will sunshine happen. and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, man. Nothing but the best will happen for both of them. What is that? Uh, what is that? A pop punk song? Uh, you would know. We were just kids and or how does it like? We were just kids in love or something like that. I don't know. I Maybe don't I'm know, full yeah. of shit. Yeah, usually. Uh, but yeah. Also, I I feel like I you know I don't want to brush over the torment thing because it is one of the funniest scenes in this episode. Uh, we haven't... Tormund becomes a fan favorite for sure over time. And we haven't got a ton of him yet, but I feel like this is one of the big early examples of why people came to love. And why we love Tormund, because he's just... Oh, yeah. He's dude. so much fun, dude. He He's just like... He's almost like Braun if Braun was louder. Yeah, louder. Like, he just has no filter and right. is just like louder yeah. and just more boisterous and just like yeah definitely um the last thing i think i, I want to say about this this kind of section here in the north is um i really do like the like intensity of john 
delivering the like you're all gonna die mm-hmm. and uh all of Egret is like you mm-hmm. all, all like like we're all gonna die yeah all of us yeah, yeah. us you know yeah. having to remind him which you know if if this is your first time through the series uh you probably have picked up on some foreshadowing in previous episodes about like you know like kind of egret pulling him aside and being like look like i i'm not stupid right but you're loyal to me now we're loyal to each other now and like we're all that matters and it's it's creeping up here again that that john it just can't shake off his like loyalty or his uh his honor in in some way shape or form uh to the realm and to the night's watch definitely yeah like i think she says it again like the line of like i am yours and you are mine and she is like she is you know a member she is a, a free folk as they call themselves and she Ooh. is not about right. to you know kneel to any king or anything like that but she also by other, by the other side just she refuses to like lose john yeah you know she's like and you are mine you know type of thing right right and it's it's funny too like it, this is just it's the, it's subtle things that if it didn't happen it wouldn't be bad but mm-hmm. you have to appreciate it when it does like these cuts in this edit how it cuts directly from this to the to Osha and oh, sure. her scene with uh, Jojen and all of them where she tells the story of uh, uh, Jesus, what the fuck? Bruni. 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 Yeah. Bruni was his name. Bruni. Um, <clears throat> and she says the same, th- the same thing. You know, uh, he was mine mm-hmm. and I was his or whatever. Right. Uh, so it's just, it's cool. Like, I, I, I always like that type of, like, editing where even though these these things are happening in two very different places with people who are not really connected. Uh, there are still things that connect them. They're, they're themes. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we saw it last episode with the, um, it was, there was a really good cut. Uh, was it last episode? Oh, I think I remember what the chaos, about, but yeah, well, was chaos last? The cha- chaos is a ladder. It might have been two episodes ago. I can't. Oh uh, yeah, a, a few episodes ago. Whenever, yeah. it, whenever it happened, dude. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, definitely. But anyway, well, um, why don't we talk about that scene since we're already here? Uh, I mean, dude, it's it's brand. There's nothing to talk I, yes, about. Yes, yeah. There's not a lot to talk about. Uh, just that, you know, now we kind of know that Bran and Jojen and them kind of have no intention of going to Castle Black. Uh, that their plan is to go beyond the wall to find the Three Eyed Raven. That was. Maybe hinted at, but not specifically, like, said, like, hey, this is definitely what we're doing yet, so. Right. Uh, I do think that's that's important. And again, you know, like, we don't get it every episode, but just that kind of existential threat of the White Walkers and the Whites or the Zombies, whatever you want to call them, the Ice Zombies, is still out there and is still a big deal. So, always, right. always something to keep in mind. Hey, uh, uh, I just I just opened my phone. Uh huh. Uh oh. And I just saw that you texted me at eight forty five saying, "Let me guess, you're a bit behind." And I think I called you like right at eight forty five. No, you did. You 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 called me on Skype like uh, a minute after I sent that text. Uh, this is for for those who want to know. Zach is always late. When no, we, that's not true. When we record, uh, I wasn't late today. He's like, "Oh, I've got a bit behind. I need ten fifteen minutes." Sometimes he's entire days behind. 
Uh, he's like, ah, oh, I can't do it tonight. I gotta go this some other day. So, uh, dude, oh, hold on. This is this is absolutely necessary here. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. Uh, I need you to open your phone. Okay, opening. This is riveting. This is awesome. Podcast material. No, this is good. This is good. And it's going to be appreciated. Oh, okay. Let's go, Jeffy boy. Hell yeah. So one of our very, very good friends, Jeff, listener of the show, and just truly a fucking guy. A super, I mean, su- way nicer than we are. Like, we way shouldn't nicer be fun friends with him because he's The quality nice. of person and human being that, yeah. that, that Jeff and Sam are is through the roof, and For we sure. do not deserve the likes of them. Jeff, uh, a.k.a. Jed, a.k.a. Jeb, a.k.a. <laughs> just a great dude. Uh, his baby was just born. Yes. What a fucking cutie. Congrats, Jebby boy. Uh, Jeff and Sam, we love you guys, and that's awesome. So that fucking is cool. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that to our attention. Yeah. Jeff, when you hear this in, like, three months, congrats, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, good stuff. Why don't we move on to, uh, King's Landing? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's do it. So, hold on, let me move over to my notes. Yeah, yeah, move to those notes. So, (sighs) Sansa, I, I, when I was taking the notes for this, I was just like, boy, Sansa, you are. Poor thing, dude. You are something else. She's like, oh, I've been such a stupid girl, and I, how could I think of all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then, immediately continues to be super naive when she's comparing Loras to Tyrion and Marjorie is like trying, trying to be nice right she's like trying to comfort her and be nice but also like trying to like talk some sense into her and she, she's like has he mistreated you has he been unkind to you blah 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 all these things and Sansa's like no actually he's been kind of very nice and kind to me and all this and and she's like, but he's a Lannister. And Marjorie with this stinger of a line where she's just like, far from the worst Lannister, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, and Sansa immediately has to re- withdraw and yeah. be like, oh. Yeah, oh, right. Right. You're marrying Joffy boy. She has a little bit of a leg to stand on because she has kind of been there already and like has been tortured by Joff. Sure. But sure. no, yeah, she's definitely not thinking outside of her four walls there right. and kind of gets showed up because of it. Yeah, definitely. I think. I think the best part, though, is is when she comes to the realization that she's going to have to have sex with Tyrion, uh-huh. and she's like him, and you know, again, Marjorie trying to yeah trying to encourage her and be like, hey, look, it's gonna be all right. Maybe maybe it'll be good. Yeah, you know, like he's very experienced. Mm-hmm. We're very hard to please, women. <laughs> this part and she's like, how do you know all this? Did your mom teach <laughs> Did you? Your <laughs> and Marjorie just looks at her like. Marjorie yeah. gives her the yeah. My mom taught me. <laughs> Marjorie gives her the oh, you sweet summer child look, <laughs> dude. Ah, Sansa, Sansa, Sansa. Sure, yeah. I, I do want to. I wanted to point this out. Her, her acting has, uh, Sophie Turner's acting has been noticeably better. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, it through through this season. She's she's doing even better at acting the complete naive child. Right. Uh, then Bronn and Tyrion have their conversation, which I, I think my favorite part of it is when Tyrion is like, she's a child. And Bronn's like, she's a foot taller than you, dude. And <laughs> Tyrion just goes, she's a tall child. Dude. Uh, it's, this scene is very, very good. They're so much fun together. Right. 
Okay, but I have to I have to ask you though. Mm-hmm. How terrifying would it be to see Tywin just slow oh walking towards you in an empty throne room? Dude, he he makes the King's Guard. Now, let's be fair. The, these King's Guard are not like models of no. the office basically. But Dude makes them, like, stop in their tracks and back off with, like, his sheer aura. Like, he doesn't even look behind him, like, give them a look, anything. He just kind of stops and waits and, like, flexes his, like, he's, like, Goku powering up. Dude, I like, was just going to make that like, comparison. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, yeah, we'll stay back here. We'll we'll back off a little bit, Okay, bud. yep. Uh, the slow walk that he does... Like partway through the conversation, when he walks the last, when he walks up the yes, stairs, when he walks the last few steps, my lord, up to then tower over Joffrey. Like we can arrange to have you <laughs> carried. Dude, holy shit! Oh my god, dude! That man is terrifying. Terrifying. Our our listeners are are definitely bored of it by now, but. Charles Dance was fucking made for this role. Yes. He, it is. It's just insane how fucking good he is. He commands the space and commands a scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of any other actor. You know, like so what, what's really cool, too, and I was noticing here, and, you know, if you go back and watch a lot of Tywin scenes, it'll be a, a common theme. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, music. True. During That's during his scenes, and so there's a really really high level of intensity mm-hmm. because it's it's like that it's just that like that quiet like uncomfortable yeah. intensity and so fantastic job on the producing on it's that because like it's it's, it's so fucking good man yeah, definitely uh poor Joffy boy n- <laughs> never stood a fucking <laughs> he chance literally cowers in his seat. <laughs> fucking gun he he kind uh, of tries to joffy's tiny small credit uh but boy the we can arrange to have you carried line is yeah. just Mwah. i, I have not Tyler. been counseled you are being counseled at this very you moment are being counseled at this very moment dude just fucking he's so good Banger. But also, do we have to call attention to the fact that's like, well, see, I don't know if this is, maybe he's right, like, because he's like, nah, Daenerys and her dragons is no big deal, dude. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I think. Do you I, think uh, that's short-sighted of him or not? No, I think it's pragmatic. I think it's like, look, we have a million issues in front of us right, right now that need addressing. And if you were at our small council meetings, you would know that we're addressing them. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's, I just wanted I to throw that's, that out that's there because I, I think a lot of people are like, "Well, dude, Tywin is just ignoring this huge problem," and and I, I think I agree with you. It's like they they have bigger fish to fry at the moment. What does he say? Like you know, like we have bigger things to worry about than three curiosities half a world away. Basically, right, like right, so. yeah. I I don't I like I think. Like, I guess, well, okay, I, I, I think I may have just convinced myself on kind of a, like, uh, maybe in like a stalemate sense of way, like not really going one direction or the other, but like, I was going to say, what is he going to do? But he could do the same thing that King Rob, uh, King Robert tried to do, 
was, you know, send an sure. assassin and have her killed. Sure. Um, which I guess fair, but yeah, I, I, I still think it's like, there's also a power, a power dynamic to it as well. Yeah. It's like Joff is bringing it up and he's like, man, no, I, I'm in, I'm in charge here. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I can so. see both angles of it, but I think overall, I mean, you can't dispute Tywin's results, honestly. So, uh, uh, two episodes from now, we're gonna have a big chat about Tywin's Tywin's results. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's maybe getting a little ahead of myself. Oh, hey, this is this is actually a fa- a, a great uh time to remind everybody oh, listening yeah. and watching, watching two episodes from now. Watching. Uh, two episodes. For, yeah. Also, I I need to correct myself. Uh, <laughs> because I think a few episodes ago I told people did. it was gonna be episode eight. I am a fucking idiot and True. never know what I'm saying ever. Um, yeah. But our good friend Sam and Emily over at Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast will be joining us uh, in two episodes uh, for season three, episode nine, which I'm sure if this is not your first time watching the show, you know exactly what that episode is going to be. Well, you uh, didn't know exactly what episode it was, so... <laughs> Well, I mean, everybody knows if you've watched the show, what happens at the end of season three. Yeah. Okay. So fair enough. Uh, we're going to have a fun time hanging out with, uh, with those two ladies, uh, talking about that episode. So, uh, be sure to uh, be on the lookout for that when it drops. Definitely. Uh, let's, let's t- touch on the East real quick. There's not, there's like the one scene yeah. with Daenerys and not much else. Uh, so she, she and her army get to Yunkai. Right. And, um, Jorah's like. Yeah, this this won't be like Astapor. This will be this will be a tough nut to crack for sure. And right. we can always go around. We don't have a reason really to do this. And you know, she gives him the line of like, "Well, how many slaves are in Yunkai?" And Two, like, we have two hundred thousand reasons. Two hundred thousand reasons. She wants good to line. Free, yeah, she wants to free the slaves, and that's good her line. thing. And good for her. Yes. Uh, I have to I have to call this out though. What? <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Let me. Let, I'll I'll say this once we're finished recounting what happens in, okay. in the East. Okay. So she meets with one of the leaders, uh, the slaver leaders of Yunkai, and he's like, here's a bunch of gold, here's as many ships as you require, go to Westeros, leave us alone, everything will be all good. This is basically the tactic they use with, like, when the Dothraki, like, right. come to attack their cities. It's mm-hmm. like, here's a bunch of gold, here's a bunch of gifts, leave us alone. And uh, she is just not having it. Uh, well, no, she is having the gifts. Well, yeah, she's having the gold <laughs> for sure. Uh, but she is like, uh, I'm going to give you a gift to uh, your life. If you lay down your weapons, let all your slaves go, Bob, all this stuff, uh, I will kill you. Uh, yeah. You know, her which, usual which fire is, and blood routine. <laughs> which is, I okay, so this is kind of where i wanted to go with this like okay i i okay i like that i like that like uh kind of i don't know that i want to call it like manipulation but just like that tactic like that kind of like arrogance about it with like you know what i have a gift for you too it's sure. your life uh like she she's swinging for all intents and purposes a very a very big dick right uh-huh. um but there, there's one specific line. Here's the thing, dude. I think Danny is so cringe. She's I just cringe. like I really struggle with her being so cringe. Like so She's specifically, cringe. I'm with you. yeah. Uh, 
Danny says, um, I did uh, promise you safe passage, but my dragons. Yes, but I can't, but my dragons did not, and you've just threatened their mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, it's the cringiest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so, and like, we probably, Scott, are going to lose, like, 90% of our listenership here. The whole, was, like, Mother say, of Dragons thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Not that that's one of her titles. I think no, that's that is a cool one title. of her titles. But, no, no, that, oh, that's not oh, what I hate. Okay, okay. What I hate is us, like, common people, uh-huh. fans of the show, uh, like, where... <laughs> Like having shirts that say like Mother oh, of Dragons oh, or like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh like I know like this is so cringe, like when you have a baby, like and like they've got like Khaleesi on their baby shirt and then the mom has a shirt that says Mother of Dragons or like it's just so cringe. Like you that look whole at, you look her, at too much like social media bullshit dude, of people her, posting. It it's just it's just really cringe, like her using that <laughs> Like and you've just threatened their mother. I don't know. It's poor, just so it's so lame. Poor Jeb, who is a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, sorry, I call him Jeb too often. Poor Jeff, who just had his child and is a big Game of Thrones fan, is listening to this with his like little uh, father of dragon father shirt of on, dragon <laughs> shirt on, and just sobbing in the corner. <laughs> poor Jeff. Um, so hold on, but I but I I, I want to be objective. You know, mm-hmm. our fans deserve it. Daenerys deserves it to some degree. Um, she still is on a tear of doing yeah. objectively good shit. Um, she's just cringe about it. <laughs> she's just cringe. Um, she also just kind of side note. She looks really fucking good. I know you don't think Millie Clark is that attractive, but I fuck with it. Uh, she in looks a, hot as hell. In an episode where Talisa is existing, and that's, you know that's fair, and Miss Sandy is standing doing, right next to her, and Miss Sandy is standing right, I'm just kind of like, eh. uh, look, like listen, there's I'm just not, beautiful yeah, women in this show all true. all over it's the true. place. It's true. Um, she is just so stubborn, and she has yeah. no political finesse, and it's so boring to me. Um, yeah. I I had this thought while I was taking notes for this episode that she is. This might be kind of a hot take. She is as monotone or single note as Brienne is, just on the other end of the spectrum. See, that's my thing is, like, I know a lot of people love, well, Daenerys, but also, like, Amelia Clark by, by extension. And like we talked about with Sansa, I think she does get better as the series go along. I just don't think she's a great actress. Like, See, Okay, uh, I, I will counter your point by saying that... I do have a feeling that it's a little bit either one. She's just still like kind of on the come up mm-hmm. and maybe hasn't really found her footing. I think that she does have some shining moments in terms of like acting, but I think more so it's how Danny is written, written and, and how maybe and how she's directed. That could be you fair. may not yeah. agree with this, but like it's kind of to me, it's kind of the same point when like people say that like, Kristen Stewart can't act because they look at Bella from Twilight, which like Bell. If you read the books, Bella from Twilight is literally that. She's sure. terrible. She fucking blows. <laughs> she's terrible. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've seen Kristen Stewart in like. A she's been, dude. She has been in. And again, I this is she's grown up. She's mm-hmm. better, you know. But like, she's been in some unbelievable movies and have had has had incredible performances lately. I've seen a couple reviews on like. 
some of her like recent performances in the past like few years and it it's just like night and day you know That's and I, I i do think a lot of it has to do with how it's written and directed sure and that that, that very well could be the case and you know to be fair also i am i am critiquing and comparing against the unbelievable unbelievably high level of performances that's in this show uh so that's you know that that doesn't help as well but yeah that's um definitely yeah i, I just that. think of like and 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 to be like like you said like Arya is a more like varied and nuanced character so like i think of her performance as being like just so much better Marjorie, I think da, Natalie Dormer does a great job in her performances as Marjorie. Uh, Lady Elena, obviously. Um, and, and, and you're right. It could just be a the way she's like written and directed thing, too. So um, I don't think we need to do we need to discuss the Theon scene at all. I think the recap said I, I just want to point one thing out. Okay. Um, dude, that chick Violet, I think is her name. The blonde or the brunette? The brunette. No, the blonde is Violet. The brunette is Miranda. Okay, Miranda? Yeah. Major crush on her. I love oh, her. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes, dude. She's cute. I, I fuck with that. She is... She's a nice You like one. those religious girls, dude? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big, uh, big fan of that. Big, um, big fan. I do think we want to talk about... Uh, uh, Back at the Brotherhood cave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, that that and Heron Hall, I think, were all we have left. Um, Arya, I you know I joked during the recap. She's she's mad a lot this season, but usually for good. It reason. was never a phase, mom. <laughs> she's way into emo and death yeah. and all that stuff. Her favorite band is like she's My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance and like posters all over that cave. from first to last in Hawthorne Heights. And Barrick stuff. and Thoros are like, you got to get these My Chemical Romance posters out of our cave. Come on. Um. Yeah. But again, for good reason. Like she's like Gendry wanted to be one of you. He wanted to be a part of you. Yes. And you sold him. Yep. And Barrick can make all the excuses that he wants, but she's 100% right. Mm -hmm. They sold him. We didn't want to. We yeah, but you did. Yeah, but you did. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also they're like, wow, we're going to take you to River Run. I promise we'll get you to your parents. Ooh, but mm, we got this Lannister raiding party. That seems like a real good opportunity. We should probably go deal with that. And Arya has had enough. Uh, and she's like, I'm out. Um, too bad the hound is right there waiting. So uh, there's two things I want to call out here. Mm -hmm. First off, Arya doesn't like sprint out. She like trots out. <laughs> and I think it's very funny. I, I took a note of that. <laughs> I've never noticed that before. I she's wonder if it was like, hey, like we're in an actual cave here. We don't want anyone to get hurt. So when you're running yeah. out maybe take it easy type of thing dude but i noticed that as well she's so like funny, barely dude. she's like in a light jog just a nice best. evening jog it's shit she, <laughs> she is trying to up the heart rate a little bit out of you know? that cave yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and somehow she ends up like a mile ahead yeah of the rest it's of it's so funny to me <laughs> she, um she straight up night crawler teleported as soon as she got out of that cave um but the other thing is just we, we have to – we just have to address the fact that – which we've addressed it many times yeah. before. 
uh, Maisie Williams and Arya are just constantly such a powerhouse yeah. uh, of a character and performance. She like it. It could have to do with the character and mm-hmm. how Arya is written, but I think a lot of it also has to be credited to yep. Maisie's delivery and performance of it. Mm-hmm. She just constantly has so much to offer in every scene. Yep, like. Even in the scenes where she doesn't have a lot of dialogue, she's still making you feel a certain way or right. feel things or empathize or whatever. Uh, it's just, it's just incredible. The man. way the way she like emotes, like I, I don't know another way to say it, but like when she's acting, the way she expresses her emotions just by whether it's like facial expressions or movements or what have her or what have you is. Just so so good. Yeah. And any t- any time we get an Arya scene, I don't really care what it is. I am just like sitting Zoned up in. straight and yes. paying attention, and like, oh, this is this is good stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Um, and we were going to get even more good stuff. I didn't realize it was this late into the season that this. Yeah. So kind of pairing. Thinking happens. about that, actually. Wait. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's so How? late into the season. How does so much happen? A lot happens in the last couple episodes. Holy uh, fucking I hell. think our last part is Heron Hall here. Um, yeah. This goodbye scene between Jamie and Brienne is excellent. Yes. Um, it's a very quick scene, but just the fact that at the end, you know, when she, like, she basically passes her vow to him um, of bringing back, you know, Lady Catelyn's daughter safely... And then she calls him Sir Jamie, and I got fucking chills, man. Yeah. Yeah, my note verbatim says, uh, Brienne saying goodbye, Sir Jamie, is gutting. Yeah. And I think it gets him, too, because, uh, you know, when... when he doesn't say much. He doesn't <laughs> Just... say much, but when he finds out from Kyburn later that uh, this is not going to end well for Brienne, to say the least, he is like, we're fucking going back. I don't give a shit what you tell me, random Bolton dude. We're fucking going back. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I want to hear why you have a problem with this. Okay, so I like everything other than the bear stuff. Okay. okay? Um, my first note on a positive, sure. in some positive note, yeah, yeah, hit us. Uh, is that the bear does have a mean left hook. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Homie, homie don't play, man. Yeah, he needs to keep his his right up for the guard. He takes yeah. that crossbow bolt. Uh, he would have If he had had his right up, he'd have been fine. It, it is actually kind of uh, comical how funny it is when the bear stands up and literally it looks like the bear does yeah, like this motion yeah, dude. and just swipes. It, it's so funny to he's me. He's fighting Glass Joe in Punch-Out next week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, dude, okay. There's a lot of things I think that contribute to this, but the thing that stands out as fucking acid, it's so gross to my ears, is the sound of everything during the bear sequence. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. The bear roars, like, are, I just think they sound very fake. Uh... Okay. Also, there's, like, a lot of really big, like, thuds and everything, right? Like, like the, the sound effects, you know, like, like bumping into the wall and 
that combined with Brienne's or Gwendolyn Christie's screams, mm-hmm. it all just sounds like a like just it just sounds bad. Like you can even like I I'm not even I'm not exaggerating. You can hear the mic like like pop like um. Watch it's, out. It's, Game of Thrones episode 27 sound engineer. Zach is fucking coming. Dude, I'm fucking episode. coming for you, man. <laughs> I'm on a mission. It just coming sounds so throat, bad, dude. Um, I, I, I just think that the, the whole production of, the, of, of all of it, it's just like so fake. And like, I think it's just one of those scenes that probably reads much better than it does watch. It just it seems so far-fetched. And I'm talking, I'm saying that in a world with dragons and zombie people. <laughs> That's like, that's funny because this is not the direction I thought you were going to what you were going to have problems with this scene at all because the problem that I have it with the way that it's done in the show is more just a it's it's a versus the book problem and I hate to do this I try to keep from doing it as much as possible but I'm the okay fact- with it cuz I don't like the scene. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's it's Bolton men versus Bolton men squaring off. Uh, at the end, which doesn't make like a whole in their big standoff, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They're all Bolton then. It made a right. lot more sense in the book because uh, this was a completely different group of men that captured Jamie and cut off his hand. It was right. The all blood- the Boltons were going to go back to the well, wedding. All and the it Boltons was- either went with, yes, with Lord Bolton or they, uh, you know, they were Jamie's escort. And Heron Hall and the people that had captured Jamie and cut off his hand were a group of cell swords called the Bloody Mummers. And so the fact that the Bolton men were having a standoff with this random group of cell swords, and, you know, there that's where the tension was, and like, yeah, we're not letting you kill Jamie, and if he says we're taking Brienne, we're taking Brienne, that made a lot more sense than Sure two groups of the same men squaring off against each other. And this is like, this is like a small thing. I'm not trying to make a big deal about it, but that's what I was thinking about while watching this scene. So the fact that you're just going for the sound designs throat, which just threw me a little bit. It's the sound. Like, I don't know, man, like just, you just watch something that is like, this is the most unbelievable like shit that I've ever seen. Like not in a not in a fantastical way. Like sure. it's just like I don't know, man. I it just didn't look good. I, I, I listen, guess I don't I don't know how else to articulate it, but I hate that this whole scene. Maybe maybe I need to rewatch it because I, I did not. It notice. really sounds terrible, dude. She she does this yell that like you hear the fucking mic peak. Yeah. Uh it, it's terrible, dude. Like it sounds like it was the sound was fucking recorded in the 70s like it just <laughs> Maybe sounds it was. bad dude um however we feel about the scene i i I, th- I think it's good that you know obviously jamie went back to save brianne yes. i think that's awesome yes. um i think it's it's kind of funny that the whole sapphires thing backfired on him so yeah. badly like you know he he did it in a very noble way to try and save her originally from you know being raped and now it's just like he it's like coming around on him in a way he did not foresee coming and he's just like fucking shit all right well we got to go back i got to i got to take care of this uh also shouts to kyburn taking <laughs> taking side swipes at uh 
Grandmaster Pycelle. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's like, you're certainly a lot better at this than Grandmaster Pycelle. And Kyburn just laughs and goes, faint praise, my lord. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, hell yeah. Coming after Grandmaster Pycelle. Dude. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's, you know, like, I don't, overall, I don't like Kyburn, but I like anybody who takes a shot at, uh, yeah. Grandmaster Pycelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause Big fuck time. that guy. Didn't Jamie, Jamie is just taking shots in general at all, at people always, usually, but he takes a big one at the Citadel, something about, like, oh, did you fondle too many, bo- one too, too many, many one boys, too many boys or, or something, something like that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh. You know what, you know what's even more. I hadn't thought about this until now, until you saying that. What's even more, like, uncomfortable is Kyburn's non-reaction to that. Kyburn just being like, oh, no, no, yeah. that, no that, that's, that, that's not my... No, yeah, that's... No, yeah, so that definitely probably... Yeah, happens. that is definitely an issue there. I mean, we know what a fucking creep Grandmaster Pycelle is, so yeah. why... Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he, he basically straight face is like, oh, mm-hmm. no, that's, that's not my vice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, not my, that's not my thing. I'm not into right. that. Definitely. Also, we get another, Yikes. we get another Jamie. Now Jamie's totally fine with talking about it, it seems like. The dam has opened. And he's right, like, exactly. Oh, yeah, the I say, are open. I say, I think I misspoke earlier. Like, I thought the population of King's Landing was, was bigger. I think I said millions. And Jamie lets half us a know million. here. It's half a million. So. Right. Uh, he's like, no, yeah, I saved all the people at King's Landing. And right. I, cool. And it's funny in this scene because Kyburn doesn't know what the fuck he's talking right. about. So Kyburn's like... You think you saved the entire population of King's Landing as a fucking Kingsguard? What did you do? Right. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's funny. Um, anything else you wanted to touch on, Zachy Boy? No, nah, man. I think um, you don't feel like going through all that. This this is like a pretty pretty good episode. I I feel like it. Is. I feel like it's very solid. Like I said, I don't think it's incredible. We get uh, we're we're weighed down a little bit by some Bran and Theon stuff. Uh, yeah, I think true. the King's Landing stuff is very good. The the Arya scene's a little short for my taste, uh, and and the you know the John and Egret stuff is is great. But like I said, it's 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 fine. I wouldn't say it's incredible. I think the John and Egret stuff is so mid. Really? Yeah. I think. Well, I don't think it's bad. I just think. I it's it's, like, yeah, that's fine. to say. I'm, I don't think this episode is that bad or good. I think it's pretty pretty. Okay. Mid. Oh, now my autofocus is messing up. Boy, that's a new one. What did I do? Oh, you witness I'm all blurry. Scott. I'm all blurry. I don't know what happened. We got to get to uh, our final section here. I don't know where my cursor is. Who be thrown it? Who be thrown it? There we go. That fixed it. Uh, this is our weekly running top five of who is doing cool things. Uh, who is making moves? You know how who be thrown in works. Um, where we last left off, Tywin had claimed his number one spot. Again, uh, Lady Olena with a banger of an episode was at number two. Uh, Littlefinger had taken the third. Okay, so the climb was the last episode for yeah. sure. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Littlefinger was at number three. Jon Snow at number four. And Thoros uh, had taken the fifth spot. I... I realize that I come into this, I don't think I have... I'm trying to think of who I want to champion for, like, making a list. I don't really know. Okay, um, well... Hit me with somebody here, Zach. I think Tywin's a lock. Tywin, I think, is a lock to stay at number one. Yes. Uh, Littlefinger also... isn't in it, so he can come off. Right, right. Uh, I, I think Thoros can definitely come off. Uh, I think Elena can come off as well. Elena has a... 
I don't think she's in it, actually, now that I think about it. No. Uh, John has a case to stay. So we might leave him for now. Uh, who were you thinking comes on? So I think... Well, I come on all the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, who was I going to say? I think that... Jamie? I was going to say, Jamie is the one on. I'm thinking of. I think Jamie big time joins the list. I also think Danny. I could see Danny. Um, Another one I was going to mention is, uh, I think Marjorie has a really solid part in this episode. Like, yeah, you know, if she misses the list, I'm not going to cry about it, but I think she's got a case. Well, th see, th this is a tough one because we don't get a whole lot of people doing stuff in this episode. Right, right. This kind of um, episode's kind of a lot of setup. Uh, yeah. What about your boy, the Blackfish? I mean, I'm okay with it. Oh, <laughs> Does Rob, he do enough? Rob. Dude, Rob, Rob, yeah. Rob banged Talisa like yeah, twice yeah, in a yeah. row, and he ha he's having a and baby. And he's having a boy. Yeah, big time Rob. Good and call. also, he has a nice body and butt. So. Also, he's got a fine looking ass. Uh. Yeah, Rob double big cheeked time. up. <laughs> they are both double cheeked. Hey, up. it's a Thursday afternoon too, man. Uh, the sun was not out, but you know, um, his, his sun's out, guns out though. <laughs> who else? Uh, I mean, that's that's five people on the bottom that aren't even on the list. I know. I'm just trying to make sure we cover all our bases. But Braun had a solid conversation with Tyrion. I enjoyed a lot, but I don't think so. Not Tyrion, right? I don't. What about? I don't think so just yet. The Hound capturing Arya? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. Just throwing it out there. Um, Egret? You know, I was honestly kind of wondering if if I like Egret more than John on this episode. I could live with that. Egret hasn't had her chance to shine either. That's true. Let's let's pull John off, and let's pop Egret up there. Um, <laughs> there we go. Uh, these these placements can still change. Who are you thinking takes the number two spot? I am leaning Jamie. I, I'm leaning Jamie as well. Yeah. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Just I'm leaning Rob. Really. Uh, Dude, come on! Yeah, okay. He's banging to Lisa, man. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And he's gonna be a daddy. Uh, he's already a daddy. I also, you know, dude, I have to be honest, and we we may have to <laughs> knock some heads over this, but um, I kind of think Danny over. You think Daenerys Jamie as over well. Jamie? I can't. I can't live with that. I Why not live with that? Because she just all she does is like she just got a mountain of gold and is set to a attack. A mountain. Astapor. She got two chests, dude. That's a lot of gold in there, though, dude. She all she did was be cringe and make comments about my dragons didn't promise you safe passage. Okay, she was cringe. Yes, there is but she no is, chance look, she's better agreed, than Jamie. This episode, she is still on an absolute tear of doing objectively good stuff. Yeah, but she does in a great position. She doesn't do anything specifically great this episode. Jamie, does. I mean, she makes it look. I will argue that her making the decision to attack Young Kai simply to to free the slaves is is a is a good thing. It's a morally good thing, whether it is a good thing 
for her and what she wants to accomplish, we will see is maybe very disputable. I, I, there is no way I can put her over Jamie this episode. Jamie saved Brienne's life. He, she called him Sir Jamie for the first time. He's funny. He's great in every scene he's in. He's the absolute opposite of cringe. Uh, He's the best. I gave you Rob over Jamie. You have to give me Jamie over Daenerys. Okay, fine. All right. So that you're so that I think we've have our list then. Egret goes to five, and Daenerys at four. Danny at four. Can I? Oh man, I don't know that this is gonna be okay. Okay. I kind of want to lobby for Blackfish over Egret. Blackfish has like one funny line, and it's amazing. I mean, it is a banger. It's of a amazing. Line. It is an absolute banger of a line. But I, I, no, uh, we got, we, you said yourself, we have not given Egret her due. Yeah, maybe this just isn't her episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're losing the Blackfish. I would argue if you had said Marjorie, I would have heard that argument more. Nah. Okay. All right. I, this is our list then. This is our list. Okay, fine. So that leaves. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. You sack of Ooh. shit. Uh, that leaves us with Lord Tywin. By the way, I did not bring the full stats this week, but even before this episode, he has passed uh, Tyrion as the number one points getter uh, for our Hoobie Throne list uh, to this point. Lord Tywin at number one, Rob at number two, just making babies, being hot. Um, Jamie at number three, all around awesome episode. Daenerys. She's here for reasons that Zach explained, I suppose. <laughs> and then Egret the at worst. number five. Uh, that is episode 27 or season three, episode seven, for those of you who like to count that way. For those uh, of you who are much smarter than I yeah, and yeah. actually do it this the right way. Definitely Zach's fault. The yeah. bear in the main fair. Uh, Zachy, do you have anything else? Do you want to maybe start giving like an out of 10 rating at the end of every episode? Oh, you want to start that now? This is... uh, yeah, I know it's a little late, but hey, look, dude, it's, we're, we can adapt. I kind of want to start doing it. All right, I'm, I'm game. Um, what, out you of go 10. first. You, you start. What are you, what are you giving this one? Uh, I think I'm going to give this one. Ooh, okay, hold on. I, I need to think here on the spectrum of Game of Thrones episodes. Right, that's the thing is... I think the only way to do this is not as comparing to, like, TV in general. Right. But strictly Game of Thrones episodes versus other Game of Thrones episodes. Right, right, right. Okay. So I think I'd probably put this at, like... Okay, we also need to establish, are we doing a just a straight 10-point scale or a 20-point scale with halves? We're doing Dewey Decimal System here, pal. (laughs) We can do whatever we feel like. Okay, yeah, we fine. do whatever the fuck we Fair want. Enough. This is our show, goddammit. It's like, that reminds me of, I don't know if anyone's ever seen Conan's, uh, Conan the comedian, of course, Conan O'Brien, uh, his bit where he like rates Wait, What other games. Conan would there be? Why I don't do you have to Conan clarify the Barbarian? four times? Conan the Barbarian, you dick? <laughs> Has anyone ever seen Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> the famous bit yeah, that he, he does. He has his own show yeah, yeah. and everything. Uh, no, the bit Conan O'Brien does where he rates video games and he'll like uh if this is bad and this is good i'll give this game a ha and he does all that weird stuff it's very funny anyway no 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 that's a little cringe um 
I'm going to give this a 4-5. Whoa! I thought you said you liked this episode! Well, but when we're lo- talking on the spectrum of Game of Thrones episodes... Jesus! I was going to give it like a 5.5 or a 6. I think I'm going to give it a 4-5. I'll go a 5. I'll go a straight 5. I think this is a fine episode. You know, so it's it's funny, though, because, like, I feel like there's not going to be a lot of episodes under, like, around a four. No. Except for a few episodes that are, like, a one, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely think not in, like, this season or next season. Uh, There probably won't be anything lower than, than that, but... Later, there might be some twos. I, I would, I would there. even venture to say that next season we probably won't see a rating under six, five, or seven. We might not. That's getting ahead <laughs> of ourselves. But spoiler alert: season four is real good, and we'll yeah. be, we'll be, we'll be riding the "Hey, we love this shit" dick a lot. In yeah. Um, Scotty and I are gonna be bringing our lube every episode oh because we are gonna be riding riding that dick the entire time. <laughs> Can I do that? Can I do that on camera? Yeah, you do that on camera. You're just using a shake weight over there, pal. Yeah, I'm just sh- I'm just shake weighting. You know, trying to get fit. You know, this is me. Your, your strokes four. are much too long, this pal. Like, not, it's be more that's because like a... that's season four, baby. That thing's <laughs> got a big dick. <laughs> Four, baby. Season four, sweet. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Saggy boy, take us out of here. Jesus. Oh man, guys, we appreciate you so much for listening. This was a fun episode. Thanks for um, uh, thanks for listening as always. And uh, hit us up on the on the social medias at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, also, we will have the link for our new merch drop uh, at the point of listening to this, maybe like a month or so. Old merch Relatively drop. Relatively new. Still available for you guys to get. Some good shit down there. Click on that link and give us all your money. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Just the fade out with that. <laughs> <laughs>